Hey guys, it's CJ here to update you on what the Monster Hunters have been up to lately. A name I don't love, honestly, because it kind of forces us to do a lot of dangerous stuff to merit the name. But we'll talk about that later. Um, first things first, I had to get out of AD's house because I think she's smacking on that park ranger guy who was pretty useless. But fortunately, she gave me some food to take to Adam, and I found him and... Uh, Shamanda hanging out in the infirmary doing, honestly, it looked like nothing, so I don't think I was interrupting. But I did get to teach them how to play Euchre finally, which is something that Adam's been avoiding one-on-one, -on -one, so I'm not sure why he wanted to play the three of us, but pfft, whatever. Anyway, that was the best part of my day, because then the next day we had to go do Monster Hunter stuff, even though we're kids and we shouldn't be doing that, and some adults should be handling it, but... We went back to that cave hole where we all almost died. Great idea. And um, Susan did some kind of magic to get rid of a bunch of stuff on a body pile. And they were dead bodies. So my parents, who are alive but missing, definitely weren't in it. And we got back because uh, someone was inside of the lair. And we were worried maybe Adam <laughs> went a little ham or, like, ate all of his clothes and was running around the school naked or something. Which he used to do all the time when he was a kid. <laughs> Not the eating the clothes part, but, like, when he was young, he used to get in trouble for, like, <laughs> running around the neighborhood, like, with no pants on and, like, screaming and stuff about how he was a gorilla. <laughs> it was pretty funny. I, I think he likes to pretend that didn't happen, but I have picked. Anyway, yada, yada, yada. Uh, I got stuck in a car with Susan. We patched things up, and we found a new kid in school. And I think he's pretty cool. Welcome everybody to Mystery County Monster Hunters Club, a Monster of the Week actual play podcast. I'm Tyler Samples, your keeper of monsters and mysteries. Let's meet our players. Hi everyone, I'm Rashawn Nadine Scott. My character's name is Shamanda Felt, the Crooked. And I don't want to admit how many times it took me to take the written driver's test, but it was a lot. Hi, I'm Jeff Murdoch, and my character is Adam Miller, the Monstrous. But the only scary thing about me is my sick tech deck moves. Hey, I'm Erin Rain. My character is Crashly Grenadine, the Flake, but more like feeling leveled up over all other kids everywhere. What's up, guys? I'm Alan Linick. I am playing Cody Ernst Jr., a.k.a. C.E.J. Uh, I'm the mundane, but the magical thing about me is, yeah, I can do the worm. Hi, everyone. My name is Claire, and I play the expert, Susan Wexler, and the only men she can get to stay around are monsters. Where we left off, everybody is in Mrs. Wexler's lair, checking up on a shaken-up Adam Miller who just had an encounter with a strange kid in high school that he didn't recognize at Queen Latifah's School for Gifted Girls and Average Boys. Everybody except for Shamanda, who just agreed to a business arrangement with an old acquaintance who is interested in acquiring a new soul, Adams. Shamanda, we'll start with you, Damon, as he introduced himself to Jeff, who you better know as the devil, has kind of finished his agreement with you. He's in the shape of uh, Ryder Strong. He said he just wants the soul as early as he can get, and you at least verbally committed to doing it. Is there anything else that you would try to do with him? He doesn't look like he needs anything else from you. Um. Okay, Damon, I'll get you a soul. Fine, okay? I owe you that. Not, not a soul. <sighs> Fine. You'll get a soul from me. 
in the way that you requested it. But also, you can't just be hanging around the school, okay? For one, you're not in the school uniform. You look ridiculous. You're not even wearing your door knocker earrings or your UNITY <laughs> t-shirt. You look stupid. <laughs> one. Okay? So you just can't hang around here, okay? You're not all gonna... Right, all right, I'm going. All right, I'm going. Just um, when you have it, when you have Adam's soul, Adam Miller's soul, give me a buzz. Sure, I'll... I'll hit you on your beeper. Sure. All right. Pleasure doing business with you. And then he disappears. Damn it. I, uh, I'm, I'm shaken. I'm like, like very frightened because he's literally the devil. And uh, he wants me to get the soul of a person I'm just getting to know. And my young teenage brain heart can't handle this right now. You know what? I think this is a perfect instance of you did just have an encounter with a supremely evil source. You're going to take an emotional condition for this. Oof. So it's up to you which one you take, what this makes you feel. Your options are insecure, hopeless, guilty, angry, or afraid. Um, this makes me feel really guilty because I agreed to give the soul of a guy I guess I kind of sort of almost like-like. Ugh. The guilt. Great. So uh, you will take negative two on any charm rolls going forward and until you deal with this feeling or someone helps you deal with it. So going forward, if you want to clear it yourself, you will need to make a sacrifice to absolve yourself. But somebody else can help you at any point if they notice. But with that, you go back into the lair. Inside the lair, everybody is still gathered around Adam, who looks shaken up as he's crawling out of this chest at the foot of the bed. Looking down into it, you can see there's a ladder that goes down into Susan's panic room. And he's crawling out, uh, and he just asked where the boy was, and nobody knows what he's talking about. Yeah, this guy was like six feet, seven feet tall. He was terrifying. Oh my gosh, and what did, what did you think of the ambiance in the panic room? Honestly, it was lacking, but it did its job, Susan. <sighs> I knew it. I knew it. Okay, we got to get on that first. I guess tell us more about this kid, too, but I, I do want everybody to write down some design suggestions as well. Okay. I already told um, you that geometric rug from Target. I don't know. Orange and red, not the purple and yellow. I think you need more posters. Definitely something that has, like, I don't know, like, an anime character on it. Macrame is always fun, Miss Wexler. Ooh, yeah. Well, I don't hate, I do love macrame projects. And I got to tell you, I'm more of a fall color palette gal. And so I could see all this working. But it's going to have to be the other rug for sure, Crashly. Yeah. Adam, are you okay? Are you, you've oh, been yeah. trapped in a box for a while and your guts were on the floor earlier. So. Yeah, this has been kind of a rough day. I'm really sorry you guys had to see me like this. Uh, well, it's okay. You looked pretty bad before. You almost were dead. I so, know. It's, I'm feeling better. And, you know, I'm just wondering, maybe the keeper could answer this. How much better am I feeling at this point? Yeah, so no time has passed, really, from where we left off. So you're not feeling any better yet. We will move forward in a little bit, in which case you will gain up. But for the moment, you still feel as crappy as you did. Yeah, I'm still feeling pretty bloody, but that was scary. <sighs> How was the, how was what you guys did? How was the, the body pile? It was really gross. <laughs> but Susan fixed the curse. I did. I did. We've got a little burn over here. I'm just going to put a little aloe on it, but everything's looking good. Oh, and Shamanda got a car. I found it, but she can drive it. 
Yeah, because I have a license Whoa. and I don't crash things crashly. <laughs> ouch, ouch. That was mean. That was good, Shamanda. Thanks. Thanks, Adam. Uh, and I just want to say, um, if you ever feel like you just want to like leave your body and just be done with this whole plane of existence, you know, check with me first. What? 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 Are you talking? Anyway, crash. Wait, leave. are you Wait, mad at no, me? No, no, no. We we can't just brush past that. What does yeah. that even mean? What? I'm going to introduce here a new move that I want to see how it works out. This is pulled from some other social dynamic PBTA games. So, Adam Miller, since this was directed to you, there, here's a move. I want to see how it lands. It's called What's Up With You? So, <laughs> when you're trying to get nice. another hunter to be honest with you, you can roll plus weird, and then we'll see what yeah. the results on it are. So, go ahead and roll plus weird. Oh yeah, if you I'm want a to. Very weird guy. I do. I'm like that was a that's a weird thing to say. <laughs> I rolled a six, seven, eight, eleven. An eleven. Okay, great. So you get to ask one of the following questions and get an honest answer, and then you will also get a plus one on your next roll to deal with that answer. So here are the questions you can ask: What does your character really want? The character being Shamanda. What does Shamanda wish I would do? What are you leaving out? How can I get Shamanda to do blank? Or can I actually trust Shamanda to do blank? Um, I want to know what, what Shamanda is leaving out. That was a very vague sentence. Okay. Shamanda and really Rashan. So you will need to honestly answer that question. Honestly answer what I'm keeping out. Mm-hmm. So um, <sighs> let's do this in fiction. So Adam Miller, Shamanda just said that if you ever want to leave your body, check with her first. Yeah, you are trying to figure out what's going on with her. How are you? What are you asking her? Uh, I'm I'm just like cocking my head to the side like a confused dog and just like, wait, <laughs> what, what do you mean, Shamanda? What's up? Am I in danger? We're all kind of in danger at all times. We're we're monster hunters, Adam. But I'm I'm just saying, like, if you're ever having like a a spiritual, you know, disconnection. I just want you I just want you to hold on to your soul as long as possible. That's what I'm saying. <sighs> you guys can keep a secret, right? I have yeah, so many secrets. I'm a moth man. <sighs> I have a deal with the devil. Um and uh the way I can get out of this deal is if I offer a soul. <laughs> Specifically yours, Adam. Was that guy oh. the devil? Whoa. Yeah. Honestly, this makes a lot of sense because I was like, why is Shamanda hanging out with Adam so much? Be- there are many reasons, CEJ. I-, I feel like that's the probably the biggest one. I mean, it wasn't because of the devil that I was hanging out with Adam. Like, he and I have had, like, class together for the past, like, eight months. So we, like, got close. But, like, literally a few minutes ago, the devil came in and asked me specifically for a soul. That's the whole reason I moved to this town is because I was trying to get away from the devil. You know. uh, I'm coming back into the the hole. No, 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 come on. Please wait till I decorate it, please. Uh, Shemita, what's the original deal? All right, I sold my soul to the devil for an iPod classic. And it was iPod? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> engraved. It's very cool. It what do you mean by video. classic? The the iPod Classic. <laughs> it's the model that came out in like 2006. It plays yeah. video as well, right. and it's color. Oh, that's now though, right? Yeah. No, they didn't always do that. 
Yeah. So what Shamanda <laughs> got was an iPod that was released a year from now. Oh. oh. Right? Honestly, wow. I support that choice. That's, yeah. It's really cool. I think it's cool now, but like they do a new model every year. So by the time the next one comes out, this one's going to be crap. And it doesn't Could even have me. Bro, for your soul, I can get you one. I got a lot of thinking to do. I climb into the hole. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, and with that, let's. Um, I, I want to move forward a few days. So, um, three or four days pass. Uh, out of curiosity, how is everybody interacting with Shamanda after that point over the next few days? Well, I mean, Shamanda, you're my best friend, and I just feel like a little bad that I didn't notice that you had sold your soul to the devil and I didn't even notice your iPod was different from like the one that I got and that makes me feel like a really bad friend and also I'm mad at you because you sold someone else's soul to the devil and I just have a lot of big feelings I mean I still have the he still has the receipt he still has his soul it's not like it's a done deal it's just something I've been tasked to do well are you gonna kill him or what because like i told you we would do everything together and i don't want to do that well i was gonna ask miss wexler if she knew anything about soul uh bonding or extraction uh, maybe he doesn't have to die okay i still i'm really attached to my soul still though i mean you were just a mothman how, how much soul can an insect Whoa. have? Really? Oh, he is Whoa. not just a moth man. Oh, come oh, off my. it, you guys. <laughs> Shamanda! <laughs> I feel like after that point, everybody kind of goes their separate ways. No. And there's just sort of a an uncomfortable tension. Everybody sees each other off and on throughout the week. Adam, you slowly start to get your strength back. It is Friday. It's Friday after or about midday at this point. So, Adam, you are, I'm going to say, uh, at this point, you're just up to bruised. Nice. I can take, I can deal with that. Yeah, you're you're really starting to be on the mend. Susan's ministrations are, are really helping out. But everybody is feeling a little off put with each other, especially centered around Shamanda. Um, Shamanda has talked to Susan about it a little bit. So actually, let's go ahead and just see that moment of uh, Shamanda checking in with Susan about soul magic. See, I told you this macrame would look nice in here. Thank you so honestly. And the knots were fun. I'll tell you that right now. And what I liked about macrame is that it's all about making choices. And um, that just reminded me of you and you making choices. <sighs> Miss Wexler, please, please. Now, I know I found a segue for choices in every single talk we've had this week, but this one I think is important too. Um, you just have to be careful about the choices you're making and who you're making them with. And one choice that I'm not going to call bad, but I'm going to call a big choice has led you to this big choice. Yeah, I know I shouldn't have gotten my lip pierced, but I was having a stressful week. Shamanda. Oh, fine. Yes, I, I made a deal with the devil to sell Adam's soul because of an, a previous obligation that I did earlier. But it's like, everyone's treating me like I'm some sort of social pariah. I'm just doing what this very handsome man asked me to do. Wow. You know what? I thought that easily Adam was the most dangerous person in our little group. But now I'm learning 
Shamanda, that it's been you this whole time. Oh my God. See, EJ, I didn't even see you there. How long have oh, you been there? He's been I've in the been shadows. here this whole time. I've been talking. Oh my God. I am so sorry. <laughs> Did not catch oh, any of that. Wow. Guys, I, I don't look. I know two things, and I know them for sure. Number Wait. one, My Humps by the Black Eyed Peas is going to be the number one song of the year. Okay? Duh. Number two, when people in your life are toxic, you got to cut them out. No. Wait. Are you proposing that I'm out of the Mystery County Mounter? Mount? Mount? I- Absolutely not, CEJ. Am am I? Is everyone taking crazy pills? This girl just admitted that she is talking to the freaking devil, which is, by the way, we had trouble with like some fat catfish. So that's a little above our pay grade. And now she's trying to sell off the souls of our team to pay off her debts. I don't know. That doesn't sound like friendly behavior to me. And I cross my arms and I sulk. CJ, you're going to probably act like you didn't see me here and you didn't hear me talking this whole time, but I've been here and I've been listening too. And Shamanda is our friend. And you know what? We don't just throw people out because they're evil. Okay. We kill monsters, but we don't kill evil people. But what if the monster's been among us this whole time? Are you talking about Adam? Because he's a Mothman and he's still our friend, even though he probably eats um, moss or something gross. I don't know. You think I eat moss? You think a mothman eats moss? Come on, that's insane. Lots of species are cannibalistic. I've been studying it in our cryptid live journal community. We have a live journal, of course. Can I? I'd like to ask the keeper to help out. Okay, what are you trying to help out? Um, I'd like to expose. Or who my... are you trying to help out? I, I'm trying to help out everybody to have a little bit more faith in me. <laughs> uh, oh, you know what? So this is actually isn't going to be a move. Yeah. So you're trying to manipulate someone. You can try to manipulate a, a particular person, but I think the group as a whole, there really isn't a way to do that other than to do it and see if they buy it or not. If you want to try to manipulate a specific person here, you absolutely can. Then I'll I'll try to manipulate CEJ into like uh, uh, understanding my situation a little bit better. An older, yeah. attractive man who happens to be the devil. You know, hey, you don't need to sell me on it. I agree <laughs> with you. Um, go ahead and roll plus charm. Now remember, you are feeling guilty, so you take uh, negative two on that roll. Okay, uh, that's going to be a four. <laughs> oh, okay. What do you say? Oh, shoot. Yeah, and I'll say, so on a miss, it's up to Alan to decide how badly you offend or annoy CEJ. Uh And he will mark experience if he decides not to do what you asked. If I don't decide? Wait, so if So if, if if you don't go easier on her, you get experience for it. Oh, that's so juicy. So CEJ, it is in your court to be as offended or annoyed as you want in response to what Shamanda says right now. So Shamanda... What is it that you're saying to CEJ to get him on your side? CEJ, you know, you and I have been through a lot together and just know that I'm what happened today wasn't done out of malice. You know, I I owe something and he could name any price that he wanted. And he said a soul specifically Adam. So I don't know why he's so special. We both think he's pretty lame. You should know that more than anybody. Come on, man. Only I get to say that about my cousin. Oh, this guy. 
if you've been keeping this secret from us and it's pretty freaking big, how do we know you don't have more skeletons in your closet? Angry ones with claws and red eyes that want to gouge out our bodies and live in our skin as big skeleton puppet masters. Are there any other secrets you want to lay out while we're doing this, Shamanda? Oh, yeah. Uh, I was tardy to fourth period uh, last week. Oh, I also, you know, I stubbed my toe and I, I bled like a human being, C.E.J. Okay, Ernest cool. Well, I'm glad you think Junior. this is a joke, Shamanda, because I don't. My cousin's soul is more important to me than whatever the heck this whole situation is. Adam, you can't be, like, okay with this, right? I mean, I don't know what to think. I want an iPod. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I mean, look at it. There's videos like, on here, you, games. So cool. I mean, I don't condone that she's using my soul to keep her soul to keep her iPod. I think I should get the iPod. Okay, I can see that. Equivalent exchange. If you're the one paying the price, you should get the product. I agree with that. Now, wait a second. This is go this is what I can only call left. And I was sitting back here watching and listening, thinking this is a learning moment for these kids to figure it out on their own. But I'm afraid you're going in a bad direction. I gotta step in. Um, and keeper so I for my Haven for Lore Library. I'm just mm -hmm. kind of trying to suss out. I think it was accidentally interesting what was said about the Mothman and their soul. Yeah. So I think I would know a lot about like what a human looks like without a soul and that kind of stuff. I guess I'm just trying to figure out what that is. Is that something I can just decide what that is or could I use Lore Library for that? You can definitely use your yeah. You're the expert, and it's your lore library, so you can. Yeah, screwed. Let's let's do a roll. <laughs> you get to do plus one forward on an investigative mystery, so you get to add one to your investigate a mystery roll, and we'll see what you find out. Okay. All right. I'm gonna do. Okay, so I got a six. That would be a seven. So, Susan, we're going to use a different form of the investigative mystery. There are the questions there, which you're always allowed to use one of those questions. This is for everybody. You're always allowed to use one of those questions if you want. But I want to make it a little bit more open-ended to fit our play style better. So what we're going to do on this is on a seven to nine, you get to ask one general question. And I will answer it honestly and with reasonable detail about what you discover. Okay. I guess, um, I mean, it's... I'm just going to go very straightforward. And are there any, what are the implications of a mothman losing their soul? Hmm. Yeah. So just fill out the fiction for me. Where are, what kind of books are you looking at? What angle are you looking at this from? Um, Yo, I've got a mothman trilogy from the 1800s that I just love. And I've read it for research and I'll tell you, I've read it for fun a few times. So I've got that, um, I have a couple different monster manuals and not I'm not trying to say that I find the Mothman to be a monster, but that is unfortunately where you would find it on the literary shelf. Um, and that's more of a librarian's issue than mine. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. I do know what you're saying. And I do have to ask the question, does Susan Wexler have also Dungeons and Dragons monster manuals on the shelves as well, just in case? You know, I had them for years. Didn't even know it was a game. Had no idea. <laughs> it's the craziest um, thing. 
It is the craziest <laughs> thing. I'm out here and I'm like, oh my God, do people know about some of these monsters? And I'm I'm searching for them. I'm looking for these monsters. And I was like, an owl bear? This is horrifying. Not a thing. It's a it's a game. It's so fun. It's classic. It's a classic. I tell that story every year at Thanksgiving. People love it. Susan, based on on your research through there, re-looking through the the Mothman trilogy, it's it's a part of it that you ignored before because of how old the material is. But it was written by a very religious man, looks like a like a priest of some kind who wrote it. So there's a lot of misinformation that you often have to like scan through because it's based on like sin creates the Mothman and a lot of things that you know to be sort of drivel. But one one piece of information that you see with new eyes is it's hypothesized since a mothman is created by uh, infesting a human and then they become the mothman and the the course of behavior that changes and stuff this the author posits that a full mothman has lost its soul oh okay so we might be looking at a half soul situation over here already so if he were to lose his soul and I you think know, it, I think it is a little bit more of like you don't lose it in gradients. It's either you have it or you don't. I'm going to you just chit chat and with the kids. And, you know, this is a moment that I just wanted to say this, and I I would hate to heighten the stakes because the stakes feel pretty high already. Um, it's like bingo oh. night at the county fair oh, over God. here every second. <laughs> so well, if Adam were to lose his soul. And it's yeah. not like a human losing their soul where it's just a very bad existence. Um, you would go and I'm, I'm trying to find the right words to say this. So I'm just going to say it how I would. I, I can draw a quick picture if that would help. You would go full Mothman. What? There would be no human. That- there would be no human left Whoa. of Adam Miller. That's and that's bad, right? That's like a um, Sophie's choice. You know, it's. But listen, it's not. It's um <laughs> It's not bad? Oh, it's very bad. It's very bad. Um it matters how much you would enjoy being a mothman, but you would be stuck there forever with no more human um qualities or existence. Um Tyler, can I can I speak to the my keepers uh or the secret masters? Yeah. I'm going to do an illuminated check. Yeah, definitely. I guess we'll all just cover our ears and turn around while you. Yeah, do. what are you doing? What's <laughs> the, yeah, what's yeah, happening? yeah. Tell, take Weird. us through this, Adam Miller. How are you doing this? So I, I feel like I ask it in my head, and then they tell me what I got to do to get the answer. Like I had to make the nest. I had to hug CEJ. That's right. So you're not physically doing it. You're not signaling to anybody else that you're doing this. Is what I'm understanding. No. Yeah. So just you're just nodding your head and talking yeah. to Susan. But okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, uh-huh. so I'm like half listening to her. So I, I feel like I get half the information she's saying. I'm like, I just hear that's bad. Losing your soul bad. Oh, <laughs> um, I rolled a, let's see, illuminated is a weird, weird. or yeah, add weird. So it is a nine. Okay. That is, you need to complete a task for them. Once it's done, they will reveal a key fact, clue, or technique that will help you. Just so I understand it, what kind of information are you seeking from them? Um, I kind of want to know, like, like what, like I'm asking, I want to ask them, like, what happens if I lose my soul? Like, what, what will happen if I become a full Mothman kind of thing? Okay. You feel compelled. You need to go to the roof. Oh my God. 
and you need to take up all of the loose chewed uh, fibers that you have of the clothing fibers and you need to go to the room. Uh-huh. Um, so I say to the group, I'm like, this is a lot to take in, Shamanda and uh, Miss Wexler. I, I got to go get some air. And uh, I'm going gra- to just like grab like the, like the chewed up like clothes I have laying around. Like, and I'll throw these out too. I'll come with you. I'm going no, to the cafeteria CEJ. for a snack. I, I'm hungry. I, 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 I can't handle this. Shamanda, if I give you two quarters, could you bring me a Sprite? Absolutely. And th- this works out well because <laughs> CEJ and Crashly, this is the end of your lunch break. So you guys actually have to head back to your own school, the uh, Denver Broncos oh, yeah. Memorial High. Okay. Okay. Damn. All right. Dang. Well, I was going to go with Adam, but I know I'm your ride back. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Because I can't drive. Remember? <sighs> no, no. Yeah. Because I crashed yeah. during my driver's test when Adam became a Mothman. I have to oh, revisit this with that. you every day. I'm it's sorry. I, I remember the part about how you got the rural driver's license because I feel like that's the story you like to tell. Well, yeah, <laughs> that story is way cooler. Ugh. And with that, Adam, so you climb up the stairs to the roof. There's a chain over the door that usually keeps people out. I want to. I want to. I have to remove it. Yeah, some in some form or fashion. Yeah, I'm gonna kick ass. <laughs> Great. You don't even need to roll for it. You just uh, <laughs> okay. your weird strength. You effortlessly snap the chain and break the door open. Nice. It the the rattling sound and the sort of broken links scatter and echo down the stairs as they fall down. The building's not large. It's only two or three stories large. We'll say three. So you make your way up, you're on the roof of, it's a, you know, classic flat, large high school roof with large industrial fans and sort of that weird, almost gravel surface yeah. that's laid on top. Oh, I see that. Nobody's up there. Uh, I throw down the cloths, the, uh, the clothes I've been eating, and I, uh, I, speak, I reach out to the masters again. Yeah, and you feel that urge that you felt before, which is to build a chrysalis. And when you come back to yourself, you find yourself starting to regurgitate some of the already eaten clothes that you've been gnawing on Mm -hmm. in this like thick, viscous, fibrous liquid. And next to one of the large fans, not in front of it, but just to the side of it, you feel a compulsion to start building a chrysalis. It's one of those fans that it has like the hang. It's like hangs over and down. And so you're wanting to connect to it so that you can make a, a free hanging. I do that. Great. (laughs) soon enough you've made sort of a proto chrysalis now you you can tell even on your second stab at this this is not final work or anything like this this is like you are getting forced to practice Mm. but you step inside and ask your question again what happens if i lose my soul and become a full mothman is that is that bad the answer you get, Adam, is you feel a compulsion to go to the edge of the Whoa. building. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. I do that a little scared because I'm a little scared of heights. And as you're standing there, you feel yourself fall forward. What? And for a moment, you also feel, you or more here, a rip as two wings burst out of your back. <gasps> and you are soaring. Over the field, Whoa. over the, like the baseball field behind the school, you are just soaring. And it is a moment of like pure, I mean, it is, you're experiencing self-controlled flight. Whoa. Swooping and looping and everything. 
and then you feel the wings start to shrivel and and retract back in and then you land to the ground land on your feet and you can feel them just like suck back in completely and you feel like you were just given a, a small taste oh my gosh i'm selling my soul for that devil <laughs> the only other thing is as you are walking back to school you realize you weren't thinking about anybody at all you had no thoughts about anybody that you cared about about aunt diane or cej or crashly or even shamanda nobody entered into your thoughts at all all you cared about was flying and you were you realize now looking back at it very hungry mm. i'm gonna go uh i'm gonna go to the uh locker room and see what's in the lockers Oh, there's some juicy, (laughs) juicy uniforms in those lockers. We'll cut over to the Denver Broncos Memorial High. CEJ and Crashly, you have pulled up and you guys are walking into your high school. Yeah. I I have a hold, I think, a sharp hold left over. Is that possible from a previous role? You know, it would be, except for um, holds only last as long as the scene that they are uh, taken in. Oh, nuts. So, yeah, if you don't use it, it... (laughs) <laughs> goes away. Can I do my connect the dots now? Because we're at kind of a different mystery at this point. Absolutely. That is a great call. This is the start of a new mystery. Perfect. So I'm going to do that. Um, And I got a, oh, I got a great score. I got a 12. Great. Whoa. So you get to, at any point during the mystery, you can ask me up yes. to three of those questions. So that's hold three, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to ask one now. Okay. And it's, um, what does the monster want from, so the monster being Damon, I think. Okay. More deeply than just his soul, what does the monster want from Adam? Like, why does he want Adam's soul? So from what Susan has said and everything, it would seem to you that he wants the soul for the outcome that is produced, which is an Mm. immediate Mothman. What I was afraid of. You don't know why, but creating creating that now and stirring things up, yeah, it does seem to be the the okay. goal. Cool. Thanks. Mm-hmm. And you have okay. those other two that you can ask at any point. Just keep that in I mind. I do. I have them listed on my sheet. Thank you. Because I know how to play a game now. Um so CEJ, listen, I've been thinking about it. I made a small diagram. It's in the um it's in this middle thing in the car. I don't know what it's called, but you pop it open and it keeps stuff in it. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, like little the arm, console. Armrest. Yeah. Yeah, that little thing. So here it is. Um, and I made a little diagram just quickly. Uh, like it's a white whiteboard. <laughs> so I'm making a diagram on it. Anyway, it's like, look, here's the double. When did okay. you sneak that into my van? Um, like three weeks ago, in case I needed to make a diagram while you were driving. Okay. I have them stashed all over the place. And I keep the wet erase marker in my boot. So here you go. So here's the devil, right? He's in hell. Huh, okay? okay. And like, here's Adam. And he, <laughs> I crashed the car. I know. That's pretty good. He's not, I know, right? Like, it looks like him. Um, And he got turned into a mothman, right? And the devil wants mothmen right now. So like, if he can turn Adam into a mothman, right? Then there's a mothman free in mystery county okay and then so i don't think this is the only 
I don't think Adam's the only one. Because, like, Adam, okay, like, he could be a mothman, whatever. That would be good for the devil. But the devil, like, is hungry, right? Like, he's thirsty, okay? So he wants, like, a lot of mothmans. So this is probably happening, like, all over the place. So we need to be on the lookout for egg-bellied motherfuckers in our school, too. <laughs> okay. But, okay. So, like, what do we do? So we have to start looking like we have to put on our thinking caps and we have to be like looking out for people with like swollen bellies okay. or weird attitudes or anyone with like any holes in their shirts or who are chewing on any kind of fabric. Like, you know, that one kid that sits in the back of math and he always chews on his sleeve. Yeah. Like he's probably a mothman. Devin Jermies. Yeah. Devin Jermies. Everyone calls him Jermies like he's Jermie. Oh, I know, started that. Oh, really? Yeah, that's that was so me. mean. Uh, well, I got to be real. He's kind of awful. Like, he's not. <laughs> I mean, I'm laughing. <laughs> he's not just like a weird kid that I'm bullying. He's like kind of a terrible human being who deserves it a little bit. Yeah, he. Yeah. Yeah. He... And actually, CEJ, when Crashly says that about uh, keeping an eye out, one thing that you have noticed low key over the last couple of weeks, a lot of people have been getting sick. Not uh, with big bellies or anything uh, like that yet, or to your knowledge, but what it, a lot of people have been getting low-grade fevers and staying home from school or being a little sluggish from that. That is something that has been going around. I think I'm thinking about that. I'm also, we're like at the final stretch towards the high school parking lot. And when Crashly says like to keep my eyes open and look around, I start doing it like immediately. Like, <laughs> so I keep, I take my eyes off the road. And I'm going to I want to use one of my moves here. Keeper is called Great. oops. <laughs> and I think uh. we hear like a clunk and I, I run over something and I'm going to stumble across something. I'm going to like stop the car and be like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. I hit something. Um, And I'm going to stop the car. And the move oops is if I want to stumble across something important, I tell the keeper uh, <laughs> I'll find something important and useful, but maybe not necessarily related to our immediate problems. So I we clunk and I go, oh, no, I, I didn't look at. The, did you see what that was? No, but nothing's a coincidence. We got to get out and check it out. Dang it. You're actually <laughs> right. Uh, I pull over onto the side of the road uh, and I get out of the car or like look great. I, I look crashly and I feel like we have like an eye contact and like a, a, a curt nod. Yep. Like, let's do this. Let's do this. Yeah. And you look under the car, the Sherwin Williams van that you drive. Mm -hmm. uh, there isn't anything in particular there. Like, there's nothing large, but you do find, and you you're certain that this is what caused the noise. And it hit the tire and then kicked up into the underbody of the vehicle, and that's what made all of the noise. A promise ring. What the heck? What the CEJ? This is not the time. Okay, no, I told you. I didn't. At camp. No, this wasn't. Wait, Th is this there... would be really cute if we were into each other, but like, <laughs> I don't think we have that kind of relationship. I don't either. That's what I'm saying right no, now. No, no, I'm like, saying it to you. I'm the one saying it. So, but you just did something really cute. You think I like, planted this in the road to uh, so that it's <laughs> nothing's a coincidence? No, like, I didn't. I... No, I... wait a minute. There's something Ugh. engraved on here, uh, and I start. Oh I try my to God. rub the dirt on it. Just the letter W. <laughs> It's a W. That just that doesn't mean anything to you. Why would I? It's well. Do you want to go steady? <laughs> I get it. No, I should amend that. It is a WV. Well, very much. I want to go steady with you. Uh, no, I don't I'm want sorry, to. Crashly, I'm I sorry. don't want to do that. No, I don't want to. I'm the one saying no. But I already said no. Yeah, but so, I didn't ask okay. a question. So like, you don't get to say no because I didn't. I wasn't. 
Okay, I'm just gonna put this behind us, okay? Here, just like, take we're this good ring. Friends. I don't want it. And no, CEJ, I... <laughs> I can't take it. I, no, I'm not. Not like that. You I just can't... hold on because you do the mystery I... stuff. I don't know what I would do with this. And speaking yeah, well... of mysteries, Crashly, I have a question for you. <laughs> okay. You're a kid detective. Uh, you often get yeah. cases from yeah. the kids that you go to high school with. And you guys do go Correct. to the main high school. So your your school is in town in Haverford. It's not on the edges quite like Queen Latifah's school for gifted girls and average boys. So how do kids find you to ask for your help? They leave notes in my locker. There is a note in your locker. Oh, wait. Am I? Are we at the lockers now? Okay. When you guys get to your locker, there's a note gotcha. there. Gotcha. Okay, gotcha. There's a note in my locker. Okay. The note just says, meet me in the parking lot by CEJ's van. Class gets out and it's signed Dennis. Now, you know Dennis. Dennis Vargas is a fellow survivor of the Camp Onomatopoeia fire. Oh. That you and CEJ were in. A fire that you experienced, I think, what would it be, like a year or two ago at this point? Yeah, a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. what you got. Two years ago. Uh, a letter from Dennis asking to meet him after school in the parking lot. Okay. All right. Cool. I need a little scratch. So this is good. And um, CJ, I've got to meet Dennis by your van after school. Is that cool? Why does it have to be by my van? That's just what Dennis said. I'm sorry. I hope this doesn't hurt your feelings. I think it's just professional. What? Exactly. Wait, I don't... What do you... Wait, so does that mean I can't go home? No, we put it behind Wait, us. you're already walking down the... <laughs> Crashly, does that mean I can't go home after school? I have to go to class. Crashly. We'll just... I can I, I be meet him by the van. Can I be also by the van? Where where am I supposed to you Crashly? Can, it's up to you. It's your van. Bye. So school goes through. Everybody is having their time. Shamanda, you're having a real hard time focusing. Susan, you're doing research. The bell rings, class is out. CEJ, what are you doing? I, I think I'm now confused on whether I'm being invited to the, the meat drop situation by my van or if I'm supposed to not be there. So I'm just going to sit in my van um, and like, <laughs> like kind of appraise the situation and see if I'm supposed to be rolling down the window and getting out or if I'm, I can, I'm just supposed to not interfere at all. So I'm just putting, I'm hooking up. I have one of those like tape converters that plugs into uh audio jack. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. Nice. The, for your Walkman to be able to go into the, yeah, or your my... CD Walkman to go into the, uh, tape player of your van of my van yeah so <laughs> the disc man which now no longer has shock protection so i have to hold it perfectly flat <laughs> um, so i just have it plugged <laughs> i have it plugged into the tape deck and i'm listening to oh gosh what would i be listening to uh probably like a no doubt album oh i'm just a girl a little old me there it is up to here and right as we get into the guitar solo crashly you have walked up to the van you're there you definitely would be aware of cej inside do you say anything to him or yeah no i just do the curt nod thing again and um assume he'll know what that means i'm like what is that supposed to mean so i start getting out of the car <laughs> no no and then i like i'm like no stay in the car okay what well, you you beckoned. i have a business meeting no i nodded it was like let's do this Let's oh, do what we're no, doing. I'm you so stay sorry. in the car. Crashly, I don't want to do. I, I'm just going to stay in the car. Oh my At god! At this point, CEJ, That's you see walking towards you a familiar face, that of Dennis Vargas. He is one of the survivors of Camp Onomatopoeia. As I said, he and his brother Wyatt were the last two survivors, 
and the last two to get out. And that is notable mainly because Dennis has like a large treated but scar tissued burn on his neck going down into his shoulder. As a result, he's kind of a quiet kid, but he's generally in pretty good spirits. And he says, oh, hey, Crashly and CJ. Oh, cool. You're both here. Good. It's CJ. And I'm I'm just (laughs) I'm in it. I'm in the I can't even I'm not even here. And I close the door. Oh, sorry. Did I say something wrong? <sighs> sorry. CJ's being weird. It's not about you. He asked me out earlier. It was a whole thing. <laughs> and then I asked him out by mistake. And that was a whole thing. And it's just like, we're going through it. Um, I'm trying to figure out like why he won't just leave me alone. Okay, oh, you go ahead. You Probably you're too busy then for my thing. Sorry. No, Dennis, I'm here. No, Dennis, why are you being weird? I'm here. I'm a detective. Okay. What? What? What is it? It's about Wyatt. And you know Wyatt is his older brother. Wyatt is actually the one who saved Dennis from the fire. And he says, Wyatt, he's, you know, he's always been kind of like involved in the church and everything and and like a good kid. But yeah, he's been really weird recently. And he told me that he is going to take some friends for a hookup party this weekend. Uh Uh-huh. And he's going back to the camp. For a hookup party? Yeah, he's going to take his girlfriend. Gross. Yeah. Because there's like still flesh there. Um, well, I think they've been right? doing a lot no of cleanup. You, oh. <laughs> you do know that the uh, camp on Amanapia, they've there's been a lot of push back and forth on it, but they have been doing reconstruction. And supposedly oh, they okay. are going to try to reopen Camp on Amanapia this summer. Oh, that's good context. I'll take that flesh thing back. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I've so. heard the rumors too. He's taking Jordan, his girlfriend, and then he and Paul, you know, Paul DeBello, his best friend. Yeah. They're taking Serena, too. And I guess the four of them are, I don't know what they're going to do out there, but I'm just, I'm really worried because what if he gets attacked by Ah Ek? And you know, Ah Ek is more classically called Ah Ek. And it is the <laughs> rumored homicidal madman that haunts Camp Automatopoeia. <laughs> oh yeah ah uh, ek yeah and he's like you know because what if he goes there and i still think i still think ah ek is the one that caused the the fire in the first place to punish kids for being bad but he only got the adults dennis i wouldn't discount it i do think that ah ek only targets adults which is why all the kids mostly survived and all the adults died right but dennis is 16 i was just going to say your brother's d- like exhibiting disturbing signs of adulthood um and i think we should be worried i'm not going to sugarcoat it i think we need to stop your brother from going to the camp or i think he will be burned alive well he already left they skipped school. oh geez dennis that is important context okay um Okay, I think we have to go out. We ha- I think we have to go out there. We got to stop them. I have to. I have a question for you, Dennis. Actually, have you noticed that your brother's belly's been swollen, what? or that he's been eating cloth recently? No, he's been working out a lot. Oh, okay. He says that Jordan likes his six pack. I mean, you know, sex is real, Dennis. So, and like kids become more interested in it as they get older. So I'm told. I'm just a kid detective, but I think that that's normal. Uh, I don't think that's anything to really be worried about. But I do think going to camp is dangerous, 
a sexually active teen. That's just not recommended under any circumstances. So we got to go there now. Um, and I, I'll see if CEJ's like willing to drive us. If he's acting weird, just be nice to him, okay? It's because... all ending. I gotta stop <laughs> pretending. Oh man, this song nah, is nah, about nah, two nah, people nah. who were best friends and lovers breaking up after many years. <laughs> <sighs> I know what okay. you're saying. Please don't stop explaining. Oh no! So I knock. I just knock on the window. Oh, uh, I. Turn, I quickly swivel the volume knob down and I roll down the window. What's up? Hey, CEJ. So Dennis and I need to go to Camp Onomatopoeia to keep Wyatt from getting murdered. You guys are going to the hookup party? Can you drive us? Wait, you know about the hookup party? Yeah. Wait, how'd you know about that? Me? Everybody knows about that. Yeah. I was invited. You were? Yeah, weren't you? I thought everyone was invited. No. Oh. But... It's probably just because I'm young and. I mean, I'm you know. young. Shamanda sends a text to CEJ asking if he's going to this makeout party. Oh, great. Oh uh, I text back, I guess, question mark, question mark. Crashly's asking me, question mark, question mark. CEJ, <laughs> do you want to go to the hookup party or not? I mean, Whoa. what does that mean? I mean, will you go to the hookup party with me and Dennis? Um, no offense, Crashly, <sighs> but I'm not super interested in hooking up with you. I'm not interested in hooking up with you. Okay. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not, not. I'm not. I don't know. Dennis, we'll talk about it, I guess. Dennis blushes. Yeah, that's fine with me because I'm not interested like that. I just want to go to the hookup party. All right. Well. <laughs> Get in, I guess. We'll find someone okay. for you there, Crashly. I still okay. don't know the context of why we're going, so I just assume we're all going to a hookup party. <laughs> so I'll explain on the way there. I, oh, Wyatt, you don't have to. I think I pretty much understand what's going to happen when we get there. I don't think that you do. Crashly, do you tell Susan, Shamanda, or Adam Miller? I send a text to Susan. Or can I text Susan? Oh, Susan texts. She has a beeper. And she texts. She has a beeper. So okay, I'm gonna send a, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna painstakingly send a text numerically, um, to Susan that says, <laughs> that says, on way to camp Onomatopoeia. It takes about ten minutes to write Onomatopoeia <laughs> with text loads. Um, like saving kids from uck ek. Come if you want. CDJ's being weird. If you want. Uh, and I text back. Just finishing my hair. Best Susan Wexler, <laughs> and then your full contact information, right? Yeah, oh, and then yeah, my phone number and email. <laughs> okay, Susan's getting a perm, so it might be a while, but Wait, I bet she'll show up eventually. Uh, that's really uncomfortable. What? Why did you invite her to the hookup party? <laughs> because it's. I'm not going to hook up with anyone. I'm going to save Wyatt. From what? From Uck Eck. Oh, man. Is this another monster hunting thing? Yeah, dude. <laughs> that's what I've been trying to tell you. I thought you. we were finally just going to go do something normal, like all hook up in the woods. Oh, my God. <laughs> CEJ, I don't want to hook up that's, with you. I wasn't talking about you specifically. 
Ah, I well, gun the engine and we tear out of the parking lot. <laughs> uh, now, hey, let it, let's work together on this. So for Susan, Shamanda, and Adam, what events take place that get Susan and Adam and Shamanda to all leave for camp on Amatapia together? Um, so I am the one that has a text. So I was just touching up my roots, honestly. Um, my perm <laughs> is not for another three weeks, but I am... <laughs> just going to go pick up the kids if I'm being honest because I know about this camp I know what's going on and I grab my supplies and I grab the kids uh, Shamanda has coming back from the cafeteria where she had a big piece of cake and um, some hot pockets that she bought from the student store trying to get rid of her guilt uh, and she comes back with Miss Wexler's uh, I believe it was a Sprite uh, yep and uh, I also receive a text from like a bunch of other cool kids about like, oh, there's a makeout party at Lake Onomatopoeia, you down. And um, I asked Miss Wetzler if I can get a ride there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm walking around the school um, trying to find that Damon kid. No luck. None <laughs> at all. So I go back to Jack Belize of the lair. So I find him in the lair. I've got... Um uh shamanda and we're just going to get in my car and i explain on the way that i don't think this is a hookup party Ugh. i'm gonna say miss wexler knows a thing or two about kissing what? and this does not sound like a kissing party to me this sounds like danger i was really hoping it to like, like make out and get some of this like all of this heat off of me for a while just remember that i'm a young woman i'm gonna tell you kids this right now <laughs> and i would never say this in any other context i do yeah. not well, I'd say it in many contexts, actually. I don't know. Do not <laughs> kiss anybody here until we know it's going. Just don't kiss anybody here. <sighs> but I, I got anybody, my lips like, Even people were. Yeah, and I got my lips. No. <laughs> no, we are monster hunting, no kissing. And I want you both to repeat back to me what I just said to you. Blobster, blumpling, no bleeping. Oh, Shamanda. Yeah. <laughs> I know I love that awful. joke, but not today. You've got to tell me how you do that sometime. That's hilarious. <laughs> and as you all uh, pull up, you see the Sherwin-Williams van there. There were a bunch of other vehicles from the, well, both high schools, mostly from Den Denver Broncos Memorial High, that are pulled up into the parking lot of the kind of broken down location that is Camp Automatopoeia. It's in a state of repair currently, so there's a lot of new construction, though it doesn't look like any building has been fully completed yet. And there are a lot of the old husks from the fire that are still standing. And there is construction equipment everywhere. And you can see just sort of loose groupings of kids there. It does look like a classic sort of high school party that is forming here at Camp Automatopoeia. Just to establish it again, Crashly and CEJ, what happened two years ago at the Camp Automatopoeia fire? Ooh. There was a big fire, and yeah, uh, the the official, I think the official like firefighters report says that the fire started in like the kitchen cabin or whatever. But me and Crashly have talked about it since, and we distinctly remember that the flames came from the like counselor's cabin where they where they all sleep at night yeah definitely mm -hmm. and specifically it was cabin 13 yeah uh and it burned down and and a lot of people disappeared they recovered a couple of bodies but like mostly missing still people classified as like missing yeah the ones that were recovered were all adults like the oldest people were the worst burned 
And then, like, the ones that were less burned but still dead were, like, the oldest counselors who were, like, over 21. And, like, no, uh, even, like, the 18-year-old junior counselors did not survive. But all the kids got out with the exception of two who are still missing. And one thing you know about them was definitely all the kids under 13 got out. The two kids that are missing were 13 and 14. Yeah. And that's the oldest you can be. It's not for high school kids, just middle school. And so you all pull up, you get out, you see each other there. And there is just uh, some kids with some alcohol getting passed around. There is a a bonfire, it looks like, that is going to get started near the lake. And you all are here. What do you do? Uh, I'm just trying to blend in, honestly. And I am unfortunately still in my janitor's (laughs) uniform. So these kids might recognize me, but I'm just trying to keep low profile, eyes down, Stay it on my mission. Um, I'm still wary of everyone calling me literally evil a few hours earlier. So I'm going to go to the other side of the, the bonfire and sit next to whoever has a bottle and take a big swig. Oh, Whoa. Wow. You're drinking? <laughs> I mean, what else yeah. do I have to lose? I made a deal with the devil. I might as well go full baddie. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> You're going hard, Spike? Oh, wow. Uh, the kid that's Spike's next to you uh, leans over. He's like, hey, cool. Yeah, have a drink. Hey, I'm Paul. Uh, Hey, Paul. Come out to the middle of the woods often. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when I hear there's a makeout party, I'm going to be at that makeout party, you know? Yeah, uh, for sure. I've been to so many makeout parties. It's just like, (laughs) how can I make time in my Palm Pilot for all of these great parties? Uh, Nice. You have a Palm Pilot? Cool. I've got a lot of cool electronics. Uh, My cousin used to come to this camp. I was never a camp kid myself. I thought it was kind of weird to be away from your parents. Yeah, me too. I love my parents. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Riveting conversation. Uh, Susan's been eavesdropping to see if she needs to interrupt, but everything seems fine so far. (laughs) I just love a teenager who's like, yeah, I hate being away from my parents. I love them. (laughs) They're here. He's just like, yeah, well, you know, Wyatt says we should get the, you know, party really started once the sun goes down. So probably around like seven o'clock. That's when the hard makeouts are going to start. All right. Uh, Whoa, I guess there's going to be hard makeouts? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Hey, dude. Good to see you. Hey, I'm Paul. You want a hey. drink? Uh, I mean, I guess that's what we're doing now. And I like put it up to my lips, but I just sort of like keep them pursed. And I don't drink. <laughs> He watches you for a while, and he's like, cool, you can hand it back now. Mm, that was, yeah. That was uh, a long I, pull. I love it. Yeah, I love it too much, man. <laughs> I, I actually think that maybe I have a problem, you know? Oh, well, that, hey, that's serious. If you do, I, I'm I'm not trying to enable anything here, okay? Yeah, no. Yeah, no, I was just making oh. a conversation. Oh, fun, yeah. Oh, I guess I'm going <laughs> to check out some of the other talent. Susan is really impressed by this Paul. And it's just taking note of that. <laughs> Crashly, what are you up to? I like that Susan's just watching these kids underage drink. Like, yeah. yep, seems good to me. That is She's not, not a real happening. teacher. She's just keeping an eye on the situation. And it's very clear for anyone watching that Adam Miller did not take a drink. He is yeah, but good at many things, Paul but not is acting. drinking and Shamanda's drinking. I will not be judged by you today. <laughs> <laughs> I am making character choices. <laughs> uh, Keeper, uh, can I do like an investigation to see if anything's weird around here? 
Absolutely. First, tell me what your investigation looks like and then roll an investigative mystery. I think I'm just like sort of like snooping around and trying to like fit into the party be like, yeah, this is like great. Um, but I'm just like keeping my eyes and ears peeled. Awesome. So roll plus sharp. Nice. And I'm not very sharp, so this will be fun. Uh, it is a six. Oh, so you get to ask one general question of me well, using the new rules. You get oh, to ask cool. one general question and I can answer it as I wish. And regardless of the question and answer, something bad will happen. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, one general question. Uh, are, are these kids up to something or yeah, are they up to something or are they just truly making out? It really looks like everybody here is here to make out. The only thing that seems weird about it is everybody here seems more interested in making out than you would expect. Like everybody here seems like very interested in making out. It really best described as the vibe here is really charged. It's just really there is like a lot of tension in the air. Um, and okay. as you are looking around and noticing that you hear from the mess hall, which is still mostly charred, a partially open. It looks like it's still in the state of being torn down. An absolute mess hall. Yeah. Hello. Oh, nice. <laughs> you hear a, a scream and uh. just like a young girl's scream. Okay, I, I stand up. I stand up immediately around the fire, and I'm going to use one of my moves, and it is called "Trust Me." Uh, and uh, I'm going to tell everyone, guys, this makeout party is about to turn into a southward bound horrible monster show, and I can guarantee it because whenever my friends are around, something bad happens. So you guys <laughs> need to get out of here. I roll plus charm. Plus charm. Let's see. Uh oh fuck okay uh oh wait no I have an excellent charm so that becomes a nine okay so they will do it but yeah something happens so they either are going to ask you a hard question first stall and dither a while or they have a better idea what is it that you're telling them to do again I'm just telling them to get out of here before whatever before basically I'm convinced because we're here either ah eh or some kind of horrible worse thing is going to show up any second. So I want them to leave. And they're like, yeah. Paul goes like, yeah, yeah, we got to get out of here, guys. To the lake. Go to the boat no. launch. No, no, and then everybody's terrible. like, yeah. <laughs> and everybody gets up and they move oh, no. towards the boat launch. The rest of you are running towards the mess hall. Can yeah. I try yeah. to cut the kids off? Because yeah. Susan's yeah. just put together what might be happening here. And it took her a moment, but she's here now. Okay. <laughs> she just starts running and starts screaming towards the kids. Gucci. She's got a little side ache, but she's running. Gucci's <laughs> lust. The Gucci attracted to the oh, lust kids. Oh, and I'm no. trying to cut them off from oh. going near the lake. And I just am yelling, <laughs> the Gucci. Strike the lust. <laughs> and, and I'm like, as I'm running, like, jimmying uh, my flamethrower out of my pants. No. Because <laughs> <Like, laughs> it's go time and I know it. Scare their horniness away. Yeah, the flamethrower definitely throws the kids <laughs> kids off as an adult woman in a janitor outfit wields a flamethrower and starts screaming the goonch and lust into things. And Paul says, wait, lust? Wait, don't you mean the gunch? Yes. What, what's the goonch? You mean the gunch? Okay. Oh, I have no time to talk about my accent with you, and I will not be criticized by you either today, Paul. Has it, has it been gunch this whole time? 
No, but one thing you guys are aware of, there are a lot of closely related cryptid things. Some people think of a goonch. Some people think of a gunch. There's a lot of different names for the same things and for different things in Mystery County because there's so much weird shit going on. Everybody is kind of has a different label for what it is. So okay. Paul seems to think this is the gunch. I yell, tomato, tomato, gooch, gunch. We should see other people. I'm already seeing other people. It's all the same thing, Paul. <laughs> so I'm going to say this, Susan, is going to be act under pressure. Okay, perfect. So I'm going to roll plus. Let me see. Okay, there. Um, I got a 12 and then I believe plus three for that. So 15. Okay. Yeah. So what is it that you're setting out to do to get the kids to stay away from the lake? I'm getting them away from the lake and to their cars. Yeah, you're doing that. And Dennis, who's been with you all sort of hanging in the shadows, sees Susan running forward with that. And he goes, it's Aek! It's Aek! She's here to kill us all! <laughs> you bet it's Aek! Get to your car! <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he runs screaming. And the kids, a lot of the kids scatter and run to their cars screaming from the flame-wielding mass murderer that they believe is charging for them. And I had That's gotta be so scary. Yeah. I mean, imagine being a kid at the who survived a horrible campfire, and then this <laughs> yeah. mythical creature wielding a flamethrower is just running and screaming at you in the dark. That's <laughs> so scary. And I hadn't finished dyeing my hair, so like a la Giuliani, oh. I have just like a little hair dye like dripping <laughs> down my ears. So like, oh, no. and I just look like, is it blood? Is it dye? You cannot tell because it's dusk. <laughs> And we've been really trying like to make snaps. Out. <laughs> <laughs> As that happens, you run to the mess hall, and there you see inside a girl. Her arm is being held like around her wrist. She's like trying to get away, and she's screaming. And you see looming over her a adult man. He's very tall, grizzled. He's in shadow. He's got like a long trench coat on and he's grabbing her hand. It looks like tightly and she's screaming and trying to back away uh, from him and he's holding on to her tight. Oh. Leave her alone! I shout. Yeah. I'm going to run up and try to bash him over the head with my baseball bat that I always have on me. Go ahead and roll kick some ass. Yes. Kick some ass. ass. Kick. Uh, kick. That's an 11. Some. Oh, yeah, shit. You, uh, yeah. you get to inflict additional harm, take plus one on your next roll, suffer less harm yourself, force him where you want him, or take something from him. Uh, I'm going to force him on the other side of the room from her. Just fling him across the room. Yeah, so you hit him, fling him across. He does kick out with his foot when you come. So you take uh, one harm as he... Or you take zero harm because this is a physical attack, but he knocks your baseball bat out of your hand as he does that. He flies over a table. It just shatters under him. And he's like, what the? Uh, uh. And where we're going to end things is this. Susan Wexler, you have told me before you are the only monster hunter in North America, correct? Mm -hmm. Correct. Now, you are not, however, the only person who has ever hunted monsters. You're just the only active monster hunter. And you see on the ground there, Chet Givens, your former oh. partner oh, no. and former <gasps> lover. Whoa. Oh, what? My bad, Ms. Wexler. <laughs> oh, my God. Looks like someone heard about the makeout party. <laughs> oh, God. And is, he's getting up from the slump and he's like, what the heck? Oh, Susie? Chet. Susie, is oh. that you? Now, I have to say this before anything else, Chet. 
I am so sorry about my hair. What are you doing here? <laughs> and that's where we'll leave things for today. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening today to Mystery County Monster Hunters Club. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it, please tell your friends or review us on iTunes or both. Anything you can do to help get the word out, we would appreciate. Thanks so much. And remember, goonch or gunch, stay safe. That's your name? (laughs) Cody Ernst. (laughs) Ernst. Cody Ernst Jr. Ernst. (laughs) I come from a long line of Ernst. My daddy was Ernst. My grandpappy was Ernst. I'm going to name my kid Cody Ernst, and he's going to be CE3. CE3PO? Welcome to Character Creation Cast, a show where we create and discuss characters, the best part of role-playing games, with guests using their favorite systems. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan Bolter. And I'm your other host, Amelia Antrim. Join us as we sit down with game designers, podcasters, and fans of games as we dive into learning about different RPGs through the lens of character creation. It's a combination of character building, player advice, game design insights, and even a little bit of fan fiction for a different game every month. We tackle a variety of new and old games, both well-known and indie-produced titles. We learn how creating characters can tell us a lot about the games themselves. Check us out today anywhere you can get podcasts or on the OneShot Podcast Network at OneShotPodcast.com.